Today on City Cash Chicago, redistricting. No, 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 no. Stay with us. It matters. It helps determine which politicians represent you, how and where the money flows, and changes come into our communities. Today is Thursday, April 29th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. COPA has released footage of 22-year-old Anthony Alvarez being shot and killed by Chicago police officers last month in Portage Park. It shows Alvarez running away from officers as five shots are fired and Alvarez never fires a shot. CPD hasn't answered why cops were after Alvarez and whether or not he was pointing the gun he had. President Biden wants to spend $110 billion to make two-year college tuition free. And that will be over the next decade. And as a community college professor, trust me, our students deserve this. Some good news. Shy Mills, a new food cooperative in Chicago, is hoping to address food insecurity across the south and west sides. By combining three local organizations, the co-op says it will reach more people than ever. Now, if you was expecting some good news to be the Bears draft, let's be honest, you know, like I know, that may not, probably not. It's not going to be good news, most likely. So just like, let it go. If you want to read more, head over to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. So... Illinois is losing a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives. That's what we know from the latest census data. But that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to redistricting and the fight for political power. Siyamala Krishnamsetti is the advocacy director at Change Illinois, which has been pushing for redistricting reform. All right, so let's start with the obvious. Why should people care about the census and redistricting? Well, take every single issue that you care about, anything you want to change at the city level, the state level, the federal level, and it starts with the redistricting. It is about voters. It's about power, who has power and who gets to keep power. Fair redistricting is a process where voters choose elected officials. Gerrymandering, which is when redistricting is not done fairly, is when elected officials get to choose their voters. So what does gerrymandering do in Illinois? Has that helped maintain power for Democrats? Has that had a direct impact on you and I's life? Yeah, well, you know, it has protected, you know, it, it does promote party power. But it also, um, you know, Illinois is in, uh, gerrymandered to protect incumbents too, right? And both parties do. It's not just the Democrats. Both parties gerrymander. So, for example, if you're an elected official and you displease party leadership anyway, they can redraw unfavorably your district or the next election cycle to punish you, right? Do you know anybody in particular that that happened to? Bob Fioretti here in Chicago, right? Yeah. Um, so he kind of pissed off Rahm Emanuel, and the next time around, there was a, a redrawing of his ward. But also, the example you don't hear about is when that didn't happen, right? But the issue is that we have elected officials who are, um, instead of responding to the people who elected them, are responding to party leadership. And that's part of party politics as well. What are some of the changes that you're advocating for at Change Illinois? 
So we have two projects. We're working on um, state redistricting and also Chicago ward redistricting as well. Um, so at the state level, um, we're really pushing for a more transparent process. Uh, the fact that the legislature is pushing forward with ACS data and census data is heartbreaking. And that's the American Community Survey? Correct, which is basically just a sampling of a tiny piece of our population. And the ACS data actually undercounts Illinois um, up by up to 140,000 people. Okay, so I'm going to just backtrack so I make sure that I understand moving forward, if that's cool with you. So at the state level, it looks like you are looking for more transparency and public input because the current process is really controlled by the state legislator. There is no independent commission. And that's what you all are pushing for at the state level. Am I correct with that? Chance to actually engage meaningfully. Um, and that means not only do we um, give testimony, but the commission has to respond to testimony and tell us how they plan to incorporate that or not incorporate that in the maps and why. Yeah. So like you said earlier, not only is there redistricting happening at the state level, but Chicago is going to redraw its ward map is that I'm is that on the same timeline? Do they happen on separate timelines? Help me out here. Yeah, so it's actually really exciting. So change has kind of um, gone forth to support an independent commission. So there's a selection committee, and uh, we had hundreds, several hundred applications from around the city of people who want to be in our commission. And uh, once they have that, we're going to have hearings. And we're going to be starting in June. And we want everyone in the city, as many people as possible, to come to those hearings and submit their maps and make a uh, case for why their community matters and why it needs to be kept together. We have um, a long history of you know, communities, especially communities of color, being carved up in Chicago. And when they get carved up, they lose their political power. What do you think these uh, potential new maps mean for people in Chicago? Like, how is it going to impact our daily life? Well, um, it gives you a say. I, I think it actually gives people a say to choose the elected officials, right? To choose who's going to be representing them instead of being manipulated. You know, when an elected official is in office, they're supposed to be accountable to the people who elected them, right? And this gives them the power to do that. So whether you want like a database for police misconduct, whether you want to have a say in the city budget, whether, you know, there's so many things that we care about. And this redistricting process is actually going to give us the opportunity to do that. I did want to ask you about Illinois losing a representative in Congress. You know, Illinois is only one of three states that have lost population over the last decade. You know, how big of a deal is it? Um, well, we're lucky we didn't lose two. So I, I think <laughs> um, Chicago is an amazing city. I, I'm in love with the city. I'm in love with the state. So maybe now, you know, if you want something unbiased, maybe I'm not the right person for that. I think <laughs> um, I'm in love with it for all many, many hey, reasons. That's, wh that's why I'm here as well. Yeah. It's because I'm completely biased. Yeah. I love this place. But like you I'm speaking with you because I want to learn how do we engage with the community? How do we make processes like redistricting not just be something that's in the back of people's mind? Because it sounds like uh, it really touches every aspect of our lives because it, you know, it deals with how political power is being divvied up in our city. The problem is that some voters have way too much power than others. Um, if you look at a voter in rural South Dakota, their vote is 12 times more powerful than a vote in Chicago. Mm. I love when a statistic just like smacks me in the face and he was just like 12 times more powerful. And I was just like, oh, oh, wow. That just, oh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, Yes, you're going to see a voter that who has ideas that you don't like. That's going to happen. The point is, you your voice deserves to be as strong as their voice. And that's what fair redistricting is all about. 
Siamala Krishnam Sethi is the Advocacy Director at Change Illinois. Thank you again for being here today. Thank you so much. That's our show for Thursday, April 29th. As always, I appreciate you. Rate and review the podcast. We're reading them all, y'all. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.